In a land far, far away. Well, not really. Two brave souls unite. Unite to embark on a mission to review the greatest films. Or at least somewhat watchable. Join in on the journey with the professionally unprofessional film critics, The Film Bros. This podcast is rated B for badass. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy, C.O. Hayes. I am one of your hosts. I'm joined by the other host of the lovely podcast, The Prodigal One, Jay. What's going on? What's going on, C.O. Hayes? What is going on, film family? It's the film bros back at it again. With back at it. So this is an episode, Keeping It Real, which means we're just going to go over some news. Right, so this week, it's basically all trailers. Tunes, all right, so uh, bear with us. But you know, I feel like every trailer on here is important to talk about and kind of gets on uh, shine. So let's do it. First one that we're going to be talking is Wonder Woman. And I have, so the Wonder Woman, is, I think, was the most financially successful and critically successful. I know I uh, Aquaman also did over a billion dollars, but uh, well, Joker, Joker's definitely the most uh, pretty, uh, well financially successful uh, DC just because of what it made for. But it's interesting. I'm interested to talk about this just because, like, after Justice League, it really felt like everyone was just down on the DC because Justice League was not what everyone was expecting. I still think it wasn't that bad of a movie. But after then, they're focusing on individual characters, they put together a, a nice solid run since Justice League. Um, and you know, I I don't expect Wonder Woman to be anything like the Joker. But the first one, I I thoroughly enjoyed. What did you think about this trailer? Yeah, I I, uh, I enjoyed it, and I mean it's Gal Gadot. I mean I, I I'm totally in love with her. Ever since the first time I ever saw her was from the um, Fast and the Furious franchise, and you know obviously Wonder Woman had success, and I think you made a good point. I, I think for for a point in time DC was trying to go head to head with Marvel. Mm-hmm. The thing is sometimes you can't do that. You have to stay in your own lane, and we saw with Joker, we saw the success of Wonder Woman, and I think if they continue with this this way, they're gonna continue to have success. Maybe that's their lane. Their lane is those individual movies, and then. Once you build these individual characters more and you, you're getting a good uh, uh, base of people that like it, a good fan base, then maybe you can do something where you unite, unite people and go from there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, I'm not one of those people who say that you necessarily have to do individual movies before you do a team up because we've had successful team up movies that, you know, jump right from the team. So I, I wasn't of that mindset when it came to Justice League. But what I will say is that they're making each one of these movies feel different is definitely going to help them in the long run. And like you said, it does differentiate them from Marvel. But what I will say, honestly, this kind of felt like a Marvel trailer, and that's my critique on it. That's my issue with it is that I hope, like the first Wonder Woman, it was so different than anything else. Um, that and you know, it's just a trailer, it's just a, a two, what two three minute trailer, so it's hard to get the real tone of the movie. But I just hope that they don't, we don't see them kind of because this this movie got started being made more like Joker even before Iron Man was shot. So I just hope that we don't see them kind of go away of trying to emulate. Marvel. Well, I mean, the one thing I'm really looking forward to, and anybody who knows me that listens to any of my podcasts, I'm a huge fan of nostalgia and the fact that they're going back to 19. 1980- yeah. I mean, I was a year old. You weren't even born yet, bro. So, but this is a time that I love the '80s. So I'm interested to see what they do with that. So I'm, I'm excited for. That. I'm more pumped up for this one than the original. Yeah, I mean, the original we didn't know what to expect. Like this one, we do. And yeah, I'm, I'm really pumped up for this. And I like the, the whole thing of how they bring they're bringing Steve Trevor back, like with the uh, thing that Grant's wishes basically or whatnot. Um, this is gonna be interesting seeing. Like Gal Gadot is such a great actress, and I remember the backlash when they casted her, and people didn't. I don't think people realized like she's legit ex Israeli military. She yes. is a legit badass. She so just like, looks badass. Yeah, like, so uh, definitely looking forward to it. Got anything left to say on this one? Now on to the next. All right, let's get into the next one, which is Black Widow. Something that is very long overdue. I honestly feel like the hype of this movie would be so much more if this would have came out before Infinity War. Well, before uh, Endgame, where she, where she unfortunately passed away at. But it just seems like they, they took so long to give Scarlett Johansson her own solo movie. And I just feel like the excitement isn't necessarily there for it. The trailer was cool. I mean, it wasn't anything spectacular. Like, like Wonder Woman visually is just, that trailer was 
was stunned. This one is kind of just, it remind it puts me in the same mindset of before Endgame. That's how I kind of feel. So first of all, I, I'm not a, a huge, you know, Marvel DC buff such as yourself and some other people out there. So when I saw this trailer, I was really shocked because I can't believe as good of a character as Black Widow is and as good as an actress as Scarlett Johansson is, this is the first solo movie. I was shocked to find that out. Yeah. And I mean, I've seen Marvel movies and she was great in them. I mean, uh, I don't remember the last one I saw. I'm trying to remember. Might have been Infinity War. I don't remember. But every time I saw her, she was good. Now, in terms of the trailer, uh, there wasn't a lot of things there visually. However, the fight scene she had with, uh, I'm assuming that's her sister. I don't know who that, I mean, she called her sister. I don't know if that's her sister or not. The action sequence and the fight sequence looked pretty good. So the fact that Scarlett Johansson is in it, uh, uh, definitely it's a must watch for me. She's coming off a really good year. Um, you know, before we went on air, we were talking about Marriage Story a little bit. I know you haven't seen it, but she was amazing in that. And and I'm excited to see what she does with this character because I've always enjoyed this character. Yeah, she's one of the people who carry a movie, show up at the box office. So I'm just surprised it takes long. But overall, like, yeah, I mean, she, she Black Widow is a layered character. I like that we're going back and seeing like her family. I don't know if we're in Russia or not in, in those scenes, but just, you know, that that crew uh, that, that we're getting back there. And I honestly hope the person that's playing her sister, like in the comics, she does take over the mantle of Black Widow. And she's a great actress. She was also in Miss Samar. Did you see that? No, but I heard great things yeah, about it. So she's she's a really great actress. So I wouldn't be mind uh, well, I wouldn't mind to see her come in the MCU itself, kind of maybe take that place. It would make sense, like with her dying, depending on how this movie ends, maybe she comes to America trying to figure out what the hell happened to her sister. It would just it would make sense. I, I I've read some theories that they worry that like all the characters that were sitting at the table with her are all gonna die. Otherwise, where were they at during Endgame? And I really hope that they don't do because they have a chance to really flush. Them. Yeah, I mean, hopefully they don't do that, like you said, so we get more substance and we'll see where they go with it. Yeah, we'll see where they go. But overall, plus on uh, on Black Widow, my opinion. But uh, yeah, it's just I just wish we would have got it sooner. Let's move on. Uh, staying in the spy realm, new trailer for the newest James Bond movie uh, just dropped. Uh, what do you? What? Hey, you have a very interesting James Bond. So look, go ahead and mention. So for all those James Bond lovers out there, the last James Bond movie I think I saw, I believe, was Goldeneye. Um, I know for That's a fact. Crazy. I know for a fact it was Pierce. That's the last one I've seen. I haven't seen any with Daniel Craig. Um, I believe he was in a Casino Royale, right? That was him, right? Yeah, yeah. Casino Royale, Skyfall, that. Inspector. Skyfall is amazing. You like James really? Bond movies? Skyfall is a amazing. Clearly, I don't. Casino Casino Royale was cool. Inspector. Was cool. Yeah, maybe I'll go back and watch them. Um, just you know, for nostalgia, and I know everyone's big on them, but I don't know. It's, I've never been big on the James Bond movies. Just like Mission Impossible, I've never been. I think I seen the original Mission Impossible, and that's it. <laughs> just, just go ahead and have fight. But the trailer itself. So this film is titled No Time to Die, which is a. I like that. I like that title. I like that as a catchphrase. But uh, what did you think about the trailer? Itself? Yeah. So the trailer. I mean, it's good. Uh, it's good action. I mean, it's typical that you can expect that from a James Bond movie. Uh, but again, because I didn't know, I don't know too much about the franchise. Nothing kind of stuck off for me. Of course, it's Daniel Craig. Regardless of James Bond or not, Daniel Craig is a superb actor. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm probably I can't I can't lie. I don't know if I'm gonna watch this one, but if I do, I'll probably go back from the the you know from the beginning of Daniel Craig and watch them through. Usually that's what I do. So depending on how this movie does, if it gets good good view good ratings and you know it's critically acclaimed, I'll go back and watch it. If not, okay. Skyfall. Uh, what I will say about like Casino Royale is very much like Batman Begins for this James Bond. Like it's it's cool. It's not great, but it's kind of boring. Are you talking about Batman Begins with Michael Keaton? No, Batman Begins with uh, the first one with. Um, oh no, that's Batman Returns. Yeah, the first one with uh, Christian Bale. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, can, I can get on board with that. Yeah, so it's kind. It was kind of like that one. Skyfall brought it all together. Like Skyfall is probably my favorite James Bond movie of all time. Um, and then Spectre can skip, skip that. <laughs> um, but I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. This is this is actual Daniel Craig's last go as James Bond. And there's been some speculation that you know we always recast James Bond. There is another character, uh, a, a black woman who plays 
another double O, and there's been rumors that going around that she's going to take over the role. How would you do you think that us as a society is ready to see someone take over the role? Of, well, not even James Bond, but a different a different double O agent in the main role. Yeah, so they're, they're not recasting James Bond, just a different agent. Yeah, yeah that, that's that's what the the speculation is. They haven't said for sure or not. She's definitely an, another Lashana Lynch is is her name. She's definitely another double O agent, but they haven't said if she's going to take over the role. Well, she won't be James Bond. Right. I, that's what I thought you were talking about. I'm like, what the fuck? They're, they're recasting and it's going to be a woman. But uh, no, I can I can definitely get behind that. And it, it might be something needed for the franchise because now you might introduce a whole brand new audience. This is the James, the next, or not James Bond, but the next agent for the next generation coming in. Yes, absolutely. So, I mean, we'll see. I, I'm going to probably see the movie. It's it's, it's a James Bond. I just, I'll maybe wait for us to see if I'm going to try to see theaters or just wait. To, to see what do you think about movies. female? Like, uh, you know, 0069 or something like that. I mean, that. We're, we're in an age now where we've seen so many spy movies that are led by women i mean uh we had that salt with angelina jolie that was great mm -hmm. we just talked about black widow uh, i don't know if you've seen anna or not uh which is a really good not. movie uh, so i mean it can it can be done. sparrow which red sparrow i think was the name of it so yeah I, I, it would be per the course even mission impossible now rebecca ferguson who was in uh, dr sleep the hat play, she's yes. been in the, she's been in the last two um uh, mission impossible movies and she's a great female spy who kicks ass so like I, it's, I don't think anything of just give me a great story that makes that makes it make sense cool all right moving in we're off trailers now we're getting to this one I'm so I, I don't know how to feel about this, but Matrix 4 officially announced it. It's happening. Everyone's coming back. Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, oh god, what's the lady's Trinity's name? Anna Moss. Anna Moss like is coming back. And then they just recently announced that Keanu Reeves is officially coming back. And this one, like right now, the rumors are is gonna be counting for passing of torch, which I don't know, like the old cast, new cast coming over. What do you think? Um actually I didn't hear I didn't know Lawrence Fishburne was gonna be um was coming back. I know Moss was coming back in Keanu Reeves, and I read something uh the other day saying uh Jada Pinkett is um rumored to come back as well um which I, I'm, I'm cool for but yeah I'm, I'm excited to see this the thing with matrix and the matrix movies throughout the years um regardless if you like them or you don't like them the one thing that they bring is always something new visually and usually with the matrix that's what i'm mo i don't honestly i don't give a shit about the storyline i don't give a shit about the performances i'm just being real with you when i watch the matrix i want to see what kind of cool shit they're going to do visually um ever since the original movie that's been my main focus when it comes to this movie mm -hmm. i'm sure the plot's going to be good i'm sure everything's going to be good um um, hopefully it'll be good but i'm more interested to see what they do with the visuals what about you uh, i mean it has to be visuals they, they one of the wachowskis is coming back i believe it's lana wachowski is coming back to direct this um so we're not getting both of them we are getting one of them. um and you know i i, I try everything that wachowskis do has always looked great visually. even even the shitty movies that they've done like ninja assassin is just a beautiful i don't know if you've seen it or not um no. but so i yeah visuals there unlike you though i want the story like i was so pissed off with how the matrix matrix 3 ended and i feel like if they're gonna bring this back especially with the cast it has to be be a great one now the problem that that i worry about is this goes back to what we're seeing a lot of we're seeing a lot of reboot slash remakes with the original cast coming back in some shape form or fashion and it has not been good it, like which one has there been one that's been good to you bro but here's the thing this is not necessarily a reboot this is it's, just a sequel yeah, a or sequel. whatever you know yeah it's a sequel so i don't know um, i don't think there's any issues with this and we also have to keep in mind i mean it's Lawrence fishburne it's keanu reeves these guys are studs when it comes to to acting they're not, they're not just regular people so if the right the screenplay is strong. The, you know the performance is going to be there. If the screen uh, screenplay is strong, and obviously we're going to have the visuals, I think it'll all tie up into something that ends up being good, the, and the product will be good. Now, here's what I want to ask you, though, uh -huh. not to cut you off. When movies are released, they always make it a fact to release, try not to release with a lot of competition. Yeah, I know. I was just about to go into that. Go this ahead, is set to it. release the same exact day as John Wick. Ford. What the fuck? That doesn't, is, like, I, I, reach day? I feel I feel like they're, they're, one of these are going to move. I feel like, you know, like a lot of studios that they they announce these release dates just to kind of 
clear everything out for the day and I, whoever decided on that i know it seems like a huge oversight but i want to say that they probably saw like john wick and was like uh you know it's, it's a john wick movie and didn't like okay wait a second keanu reeves is john wick or maybe maybe what that means is maybe the old cast isn't gonna have a big role i don't know but i'm excited to see what what ends up winning in the box office because um both you can't say oh, like john, oh one's john a new Wick's movie not gonna be by major. you don't you don't you don't ever know man because uh, you never john wick has quietly become a big thing there's a, a lot of backing for john wick i mean no, no i'm saying john, john wick, wick is gonna win there's no way matrix oh, is gonna beat said, john wick. oh i thought you said i think you said uh, oh my bad i thought you said yeah. uh, matrix is gonna win but also the same thing can be said matrix has a huge ass following they have i mean i don't know i forgot when the last one came out i mean it's probably more than five eight ten years ago i don't know five, like eight, it had to be fun. like 15 years ago bro i was still in high, in high school when matrix came. no it can't be 15 bro let's no see, way let's see i'm gonna that, look it that up. would be that would be it know, came was, out it came out in 2003 16 uh, years ago told you wasn't 15 years ago well still it was 16 years ago 16 that's years crazy ago. bro yeah. what was that revolutions or some shit like yeah. that matter of fact the that, original matrix came out 20 years ago came out in uh that 99. is mind blowing i was 16 when that shit came out that's crazy that's crazy but yeah um i do think john wick is going to beat it but it'll be interesting because there's still those matrix diehards and we'll see what we get on that one yes we'll see um yeah. i just you know it opening up against john was just so weird and then lawrence fishburne is in john wick too so he's well oh, also yeah yeah he, he he's been in since the yeah he's been in since the second one i believe so he's been in second and third he's so definitely gonna premiere, be in the fourth which premiere does he go to <laughs> who knows bro a double Not feature double yeah double feature i, I could see that um, so something we skip in trailers and i can't believe skip ghostbusters 3 what did you so i'm gonna let you go first because i i may have hot takes you think about ghostbusters so here's the thing i didn't see the whole trailer but i can talk just about the ghostbusters and i'm gonna say something and people are gonna be like what the fuck are you saying i'm a huge i'm an 80s kid so i was a huge fan of the cartoons i think it was called the real ghostbusters if i'm not mistaken mm -hmm. huge fan of the real ghostbusters as a kid a five-year-old kid for for those younger fans you might not know what i'm talking about but there used to be something called betamax it was a rival to vhs which you guys probably have no idea what that is either but it's basically video cassettes but there was something called betamax and i remember as a kid i used to cry to my babysitter to put on ghostbusters every day the original ghostbusters the movie and uh to the point where if she did not i would sneak behind her back and call my mom at her job and cry and be like tell her to put on the the the, the video and i was so damn spoiled my mom would always make her put it on but however and then i saw part two as well when i was younger however as an adult those movies are fucking horrible i mean people are probably gonna shit all over that but those movies are freaking horrible i'm still gonna watch this obviously because of the nostalgia factor yeah. and I, I just talked about how, how i am with nostalgia but i really hope it's better than one and two because as an adult with 2019 eyes those movies are fucking horrible well, and the thing is is that the tone of this is just weird it goes like in trailer it, it doesn't feel like there's no comedy really in it at all like it really feels like a Serious? like you remember chronicle yeah, yeah it yes. kind of gives like those type of vibes like nothing with superpowers or anything but just like the, the tone of movie, that's what it feels like and it's like this wasn't what i was expecting uh from a ghostbuster sequel and this one's More cheesy in, and this one's in continuity with the originals um and i feel like it's you know how like a lot of times especially with remakes so they had the the remake with the women uh ghostbusters and there was such backlash to it i feel like they went in the complete opposite direction and made it really moody and it's like i want to see fun especially when you have kids now who are going to be the ghostbusters and one of them supposed to be uh one of the kids from the i don't remember which was, i don't remember the name that the name flashed so quick on that on that suit but like i don't know i just want to see more fun out of it. do you think they're trying to gear towards the different uh, rather than gear it toward the next generation of kids like us in the 80s they're gearing it towards us those 80s kids as adults and maybe why they're taking a more serious theme versus what we know of ghostbusters more cheesy comedy a lot of cheesy shit they're taking a more serious and modern approach for the 30 year olds well no i don't think i think this is geared more towards the millennials and the kids like especially when you cast finn woodhart from stranger things and it like you're you're you're, gearing, you're kind of 
doing both because like we have an affinity for him for it chapter one and then like kids love stranger things so i mean i, I think they kind of do best of both worlds there um man, i don't know i just don't know which direction this is gonna go and it's, it's one trailer again it's kind of hard to really judge too much into like what the movie's gonna be especially from the first trailer because usually the first trailer for movies sometimes don't really capture the tone of it. it's more about catching eyes and bringing awareness and then maybe they'll bring the kind more with the second trailer. i'm gonna make a bold prediction right now okay. and go ahead and mark this down i think this movie is going to bomb the fuck out of the box office i just they're gonna put this shit in the fucking ecto-8 or whatever the fuck it's called and send that shit away is that what it's called the ecto-8 yes but no bro i don't think it's bomb i think i think that well this is this is my thing but the same as many people hated on the remake and the remake for other than it being women it very much felt like the same tone of the originals as much people that shitted on that now that it's they've changed the now that they've changed the tone so much these motherfuckers better show up to i don't know man i still think it's gonna bomb i don't think it's gonna do i think out the gate it's not gonna have big numbers and that's gonna trickle into them you know my they might, they're gonna end up losing money in this again i may be i hope i'm wrong for their sake and for the franchise's sake and everything but i, I just i just feel it uh, i just feel it and the fact that already like you just said reboots and remakes and sequels have done horribly over the last couple of years and the fact that this had had a remake just recently less than a year or a year or two ago and it did so poorly i don't think it could bounce back from that um but it remains to be seen we'll find out next year i know and the the the, the quickness that they got this made in from the from the last one i mean the reboot just came out what it's like 2015 or something like that no way it was 2016 really i yeah, felt like it was like a year or two i know ago. right three years so maybe yeah it's really not that not as quick as i thought um, but hey i mean i guess we'll see was, what's funny about the, the remake though is that it's it's like looked at as like a, a failure all the way around it had less it had less of a budget than ghostbusters 2 keep in mind inflation and everything and the budget was less and it made more money worldwide so it's just weird well what do you mean the remake yeah the re well yeah it's going to make more money um obviously because back then in the 80s i mean those those um things in the 80s weren't making crazy like you know crazy box office i would assume you know that i'm aware of well, i mean the original made uh ghostbusters one made uh almost 300 million worldwide Ghostbusters. yeah Ghostbusters. it made 295 uh, ghostbusters That's crazy money yeah ghostbusters 2 uh made 215 million worldwide and this remake made 229 now i'm curious that the, the, when you're talking about part one and part two that's straight box office or is that everything dvds and all that's this just shit, this just worldwide box office. gotcha that's pretty damn good 300 million that's freaking awesome yeah especially back in 84 when it came out you're talking over a billion dollars probably yeah, so. interesting to see uh but that's our cool. last topic today this is kind of well it's not first let me not dramatic it's not personal but a movie that me and you both really, and i don't know like i really still don't have one reference of like how popular this was obviously it must have been enough train to busan is officially get seen directly i'm freaking absolutely like like you said we're both huge fans of this movie if and i mean i said it i think on the first episode of when we did keeping it real we were recommending movies and this was the movie i recommended well you know part one it's just a fun just a visual and the plot and the storyline the performances everything and the fact that they're coming on with part two and also the directors coming back obviously um you, we're not gonna get all the same characters um from part one but we it's rumored that some of the characters from part one will be returning in part two um also uh i read that james wan who, who i don't know if you're familiar with james wan the director yeah. he's actually making a remake of train to busan which is freaking weird considering yeah. part two hasn't even properly come out yet and they're already talking about making a remake of part one which is just nuts to me but well they I'm actually excited. they actually announced the remake to part one the same year that the original came in really? 2016 it's just nuts came about give me all the freaking trains i don't give a fuck where they're going give me all of the trains because <laughs> i've never I, I don't think i've ever seen a movie where it's ever been so intense mm -hmm. for me and and you know like i felt like i was in it when you see the hordes and hordes and hordes of zombies chasing after a little girl it's it's so intense and suspenseful and it's been a while since 
since I was in something like that where I actually felt the suspense and the intensity. So that's one thing I really it really resonated with that movie for me. So I hope they have that same thing in part two. And I'm definitely of all these trailers we're talking about, hands down, this is the one I'm most excited about. Yeah, I'm definitely excited for it. Uh, foreign language films just need more and more attention. But the, yeah, the, you feel you're, you're watching this. If you don't start feeling like the sweat on the back of your neck mm-hmm. or like your body, your body tense up as these characters go certain things, then you're just, you're dead. You're a zombie. Like that, that's how I feel because it's just such it's just such a well made. It's just fun. Yeah, I mean South South Korean movies are you know South Korean Japanese. They're so underrated. I mean, I understand the movies obviously not in English. It's in in you know whatever the language is. But that's where you have subtitles. I mean, there's so many movies. Uh, we were talking off here. We we're talking about Parasite. Um, if you're a fan of like the uh, what are those Jennifer Lawrence movies? Hunger Games. If you're a fan of Hunger Games, they have this amazing, amazing trilogy called Battle Royale. Battle I believe Royale. there's three. Yep. Battle Royale. I know there's definitely two, and I believe they came out with a part three. Amazing movies. I mean, there's a lot of great foreign flicks. It's not only like freaking Bruce Lee shit and Jet Li shit. There's great foreign flicks. So definitely um, check that out. Also, one thing I wanted to point out, only because I I wanted to look it up. We were talking about the original Train to Busan. Um, well, this is not gonna fucking help. I was just trying to far- figure out what the hell the budget is. Um, they made. It looks like they grossed 2.1 million dollars. No, they, I'm sorry. They, they grossed 87 million dollars worldwide. I have no idea what the budget is because it's in freaking Korean money. Yeah. But they made 87 million dollars, which again for a small movie, I'm pretty sure this budget is not big. That, that's a great turnout. I just I just looked up uh, the budget in American dollars is 8.5. Okay, so yeah. 10 times, almost 10, 11 times. Yeah, that's crazy. So, that's of course. Wild. So yeah, I mean, Sea Trade in Busan, if you guys haven't, uh, we should probably do a episode on it at some point in time, just because we'll them so much. Um, there's actually a movie, and it's funny because we did an episode on Home Alone, and I gotta catch the name of it. It's actually a movie that came out before Home Alone, but it's a horror movie in which Santa Claus is trying to break into the house. It's, it's Think of hor- Home Alone, but it's actually horror with, with a deranged Santa Claus. It's, I'm 99% positive I've seen that. You probably have. Santa Claus is it called? No, no, it's, it's, no? See, no, that's fairly recent. This one came out before Home Alone. Before Home Alone. Before you're talking Alone. early 90s late 80s then. yes interesting i don't i don't remember i don't remember that hmm. I, you know, I gotta look it, that up. not many people have seen it at all can't remember how i even is came it like across a, it. one of those b-rated movies is it what is it like one of those b-rated movies something like let that. me tell you horror movies there are so many great b-rated horror movies that's the one genre where if you look up b-rated movies you'll find some freaking gems yeah i mean the, you find gems like and that's why i'm such a film fanatic that literally like some of the shit that i've put on and i've just been like oh you know this looks cool i've sat there and been like this was fucking amazing and no one's ever heard of mm-hmm. those are the best ones like um there's a i think we talked about this off air I, i'm a huge fan of like psycho thrillers and there's this movie man and I, i'm not even gonna talk about it because i'm gonna continuously ramble and we'll, i'll never be able to figure out the, the movie but i remember these b movies i remember when i was younger before there was netflix and streaming and amazon and prime and all this shit the only way to watch a movie was you had to go to your blockbuster or a hollywood video or uh, a mom and pop video store and i used to remember going to the mom and pop video stores mm-hmm. you rent a movie for a buck and you go to the horror section and I mean you saw your Jasons and your Freddies but like 90% of that shit was B-rated movie shit you never even yeah. heard of and I used to always go for those because obviously you've seen the Jasons and Freddies 100,000 times but the B-rated movies those are the ones and usually got tits in those movies too Keep, focus on the good stuff. yes 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 alright man you got anything left <laughs> nah that's good um, alright JB well I'll let you t- but <laughs> it's time for us to go ahead and wrap up bro go ahead and give them your social media so well so I can be reached uh, at social media on Twitter, firstly, at the P1JB, that at T-H-E-P-1JB. I can also be reached on Facebook, Javid Bashrula, and I'll kick it on over to my brother, CEO Hayes, which will give you the rest. And you guys follow me at CEO Hayes, the CEO. You can also follow us, Let's at Film Bros, that's on Facebook, Film for Discussion Group, we talk to 
films, just crazy shit. Oh god, what we got coming? What, what do we have coming? So uh, after you hear this, the next thing up would actually be a oh, is it Bloodsport? That's what we got. Yes, a yes, mini sir. review of Bloodsport yeah, uh, with John Claude Van Damme. Just good retro review. And after that, uh, we have Slimmer that we drop in after that. So uh, just a week from when you're hearing this, and you know we have we know the schedule uh, going into 2020, but we'll release that a little. That's bit. it. That's it. Well, we're gonna go ahead and get the fuck up out of here. We'll see you close. Peace. Hey. Hear what I say. We are the business today. Fuck shit is finished today. All T and J. We the new PB and J. We dropped the classic today. We did a tablet of acid today. The choice with the matches and ashes away. We dash away. Donna and Dixon, the pistol is blasting away. Doctors of death. Killing our patients of breath. We are the pain you can trust. Fucking it work. Hooking up curses and slurs. Smoking my brain in a mush. I became famous for blaming you fuck. Maiming my way through the brush. There was no training or taming of me and my bra. Live like a man, but I'm animal raw. We are the murderers there. Dead with the jail and we murdered the murderers there. Then with the hell and discovered the devil delivered some hurt and despair. Used to have powder to push. Now I smoke pounds of the push. Holy, I'm burning the bush. Now I give a fuck about none of this shit. Two runner over and out of this bitch. Woo!